Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, hey, Waffle Gang, I do hope you are well. My name is Mark, and today we're checking out some more relationship stories. And if you do love a Reddit story, why not consider hitting that like, subscribe, maybe that notification bell too. And let's dive straight into today's first story. Now, today's first story comes from Avocado Foreign 6364 who says, am I the asshole for not wanting my husband to go to his daughter's fencing competition? And of course, comes with an update. I, 29 female, am married to my husband, 32 male. He has a daughter from a previous relationship, 12 female, who takes part in competitive fencing. I have a good relationship with her and we are friendly. She lives with her mum, but I see her whenever she stays with us and I've hung out with her plenty. She has a competition on Thursday and my husband is flying down to see her tomorrow to spend a few days with her before the competition and to see the competition. Normally, I wouldn't have an issue with this, but I'm 39 weeks pregnant with our first child. I could go at any moment and I have no family at all. I've asked him not to go and suggested we send her a gift down instead. He is insisting he has to go and that I'll be fine. He has even suggested that my best friend come stay with me while he is gone just to be safe. I normally wouldn't mind him going for this and would even encourage it, but I'm scared and I want to keep him with me right now. He feels she will be too upset if he misses it and he has to work hard to keep his relationship with her, given the fact that he's separated from her mother and having a kid with me. I feel awful for even asking him not to go and incredibly selfish as yes, his daughter is important and I never want to get in the way of their relationship, but I'm just terrified of going into labor when he's not there. He has made it clear that he's going no matter what and is implying I'm being unreasonable to ask him to do otherwise. I don't know, perhaps I'm being selfish. Edit. Information that has come up in the comments that should have been in the post. Part of the reason I'm so scared is that I'm unlikely to last the week. I've been having a hard time with a pregnancy and I'm classed as high risk due to being diabetic. He is also flying out tomorrow and returning Friday evening. Edit two. Also, yes, for those wondering, I'm set to be induced due to being diabetic. It's going to happen on Saturday, which is why he's coming back on Friday, but I don't think I'll last that long. And we'll start off with actually a cat who says, obviously not the arsehole. He is literally putting your life in danger if something goes wrong, not to mention it's a selfish move on his part. This is not something routine. You need support. As for advice, I would suggest getting a doctor or midwife to explain to him in clear terms. Show him this am I the asshole thread potentially or explain that you won't forgive him. You need him there and he needs to get it through his thick skull that there will be other fencing competitions. BDE says you're the asshole. If you have issues or go into labor or anything, he's an adult and can leave and come to you. The comp is what, an hour or two. Don't start prioritizing this child over his existing child. She will have enough competition in the future years to keep his attention. To which OP replies saying, he wants to stay there from tomorrow until Friday. 
If I go into labor, he'll need to get to the airport, find a flight out, which may not be immediate, fly for a couple of hours, then get to the hospital. Depending on delays, waits for a flight, he could miss the birth or any complications that come up. International Wind says you can do this. Induced delivery is really safe. I was diabetic with my first at 35 years old and high risk. I had a team of doctors and nurses ready in case cesarean was needed, but it was not. It took 23 hours for me to deliver, even with being induced, so I think you will have time to get back. No need to stress. Your friend being there will be good. Have fun making plans with her. And one more from Old Crumbcakes who says, Not the arsehole. The last few weeks of pregnancy, the father should be staying as close to the mother as possible. Labor can happen whenever. Due dates are just guidelines for around this day because it isn't absolutely precise. The fact that he is choosing to leave you alone at 39 weeks is absolutely appalling and he is very much a huge asshole. Doubly so since this is your first pregnancy. So you don't know what to expect and you are high risk. So even more fear and stress involved than normal. This is the time when he should be putting your needs first. While it's nice that he doesn't want his oldest daughter to feel like she's being replaced, this isn't the right time to be putting her first. This is a, honey, I'm sorry, I'd love to be there, but wife could have the baby any day and I need to be nearby for that situation. Childbirth is life or death situation. It's serious and women do still die during childbirth. It's an incredibly serious and major event where your life is at risk. Wanting your husband around for this to support you is very valid and trumps a sporting event. Then the update from this one came from OP's actual user profile, which said, Hey everyone, I want to thank everyone who commented on my initial post. Your comments were very helpful. My doctor ended up deciding I needed an emergency C-section on Wednesday. My best friend is an absolute saint and went with me to the hospital. She wasn't allowed in the room, so spent the entire time trying to get in touch with my husband. We only managed to get in contact with him after our daughter was born. Once he knew she and I were healthy and fine, he didn't want to fly back. He said we were fine now and the competition still hadn't happened, so there was no point in upsetting his daughter and he'd be flying back on Friday anyway. I was rather worn out and numb at this point, so didn't argue. Then my friend called him every swear word she could think of. What hurt the most though is he didn't ask for a single picture of our daughter or to zoom to see her. On Friday morning, he told me he'd be missing his flight back as he felt under the weather and he didn't want to risk it being COVID and bringing it back. I admit this kind of broke me a little and when I asked him if he didn't want to come home, he told me I was being ridiculous. At this point, I had enough and told him to come back whenever he felt like it but I'd be staying with my friend with a baby when I get out of hospital as I needed to think about some things. She'd been trying to get me to come stay with her anyway so I knew it'd be fine with her. He simply told me that was fine and to come back when I'd stopped my hissy fit. I'm done. Not once has he asked to see our daughter or even shown concern for either of us following the emergency C-section. I grew up in care. A mother alone is better than no one and I know that firsthand. I'm not going to try and make things work just for her sake. My best friend and her parents are currently at my home getting all my things and the baby things to move them to my friend's home. I've also decided on the baby's name. I wanted to name her Violet initially after my best friend, Vi. My husband shot that name down immediately when we knew I was having a girl as he felt it was an old lady's name. But honestly, I couldn't have done any of this without her. So yeah, that's where I am right now. In a whole lot of pain emotionally and physically, but I have my little girl in my arms. 
I'll likely be talking to some lawyer soon to ask what to do going forward. Thank you again, everyone. You've all helped a great deal. Now, what do you guys make of this one? I'd love to know your thoughts in the comments below and let's move on to another story. Now, our next story comes from Bethany Sinnett 17 who says, am I the asshole for embarrassing him and ruining dinner at his family's house? I will get right to the chase. 24 female and I'm a germaphobe. I've been seeing Will for eight months and we were just invited to his parents' house for a family dinner. This was my first time meeting them. When we got there, dinner was still being prepped by the mum and two sisters in their 30s. All throughout dinner, all three of them were taking food from the counter, reaching down and feeding the dogs out of their hands and continuing to use their bare hands to prep the food without washing the obvious dog slobber from their palms and fingers. This continued all throughout them prepping the food, even to a point where them feeding their dog the cut up veggies that they put out with a dipping sauce and continuing to cut up more veggies with again, not washing their hands. So you could physically see slobber on a lot of the finger foods placed out. I took Will aside and told him I wasn't eating any of that food and explained why. He told me not to make a big deal out of it and that cooking the food would basically burn off the bacteria. I told him in response that I truly don't care, that I would not be touching the food and I said I wanted to leave. I never asked him to bring me home. He brought me in his car. I called a friend for a ride. Now these people knew how I was with germs already because it got brought up in a conversation, so it shouldn't have been a surprise in my opinion. Now onto how I could be an asshole. My friend was 20 minutes away and I was waiting for her to arrive. Will's mum tried handing me a devil egg with her bare dog slobber fingers. I politely declined and she continued to push, stating that I would love it and that everyone brags about her devil eggs. Will is standing beside me and says, just take the egg. After like five minutes of them not letting up, I stated, you do realize that there is dog slobber all over this food, right? Will's mum immediately became passive and walks off and Will says, wow, can't keep your thoughts to yourself. To save face with my parents makes you insanely fucking childish. I just walk outside and wait for my friend because it was awkward after that and then leave. I'm being told I embarrassed the fuck out of Will and ruined dinner because apparently his mum was super quiet after that and barely spoke to anybody. He said I should have just kept my mouth shut which I would have if they were trying to shove food down my face after I already said no repeatedly. Am I the asshole? Now I'm gonna cover some of the top comments on this one and some of the controversial ones as well. You can decide which is which. So we're gonna start with Daki Lapin who says you're the asshole for the way you responded but not for wanting nothing to do with the food. You could have said you didn't feel comfortable eating food prepared with dogs in the kitchen or otherwise phrase it to get the same point about hygiene across without blowing a gasket. I totally believe they were feeding the dogs and not washing their hands. While it's gross, it's easy to get used to doing something and not realize how gross others find it. I'm sure there was germ transfer anyone could justifiably be concerned about. That said, I imagine others has to also be some of your phobia in play to have upset you to the point you needed to leave immediately and blurted out something rude from the built-up anxiety. I do not believe you could see visible dog slobber on the food or their hands. Tossa9212, <laughs> great name, says, Not the arsehole. No thank you. Should only be required once. Regardless of your reasons for not eating, it really is that simple. The refusal should have been respected and Will's mother and he are both the assholes here. Juju King says, I have a dog. 
I never feed her during prep, only after. I wash my hands every time I touch her during prep. If she wants a pet or something, and I'm not a germaphobe at all, it's basic hygiene. She offered, you said no, she pushed, you countered. Not the arsehole. Deep Direction says not the arsehole, and disgusting food aside, they refuse to take no for an answer repeatedly, which is bad enough for one person doing it, but then your boyfriend ganged up on you and both of them continued to try to force you to take something you didn't want. No is a complete sentence no matter how many times the same question is asked. Astro Boy Blue says, of course not the asshole, but you definitely aren't great at keeping the peace. I'd love to, but my stomach is off. Send some home with Will though, please. Insert a smile and roll your eyes when your friend picks you up. Lol. And all the lost causes as well, it's very possible to feed dogs without getting slobber fingers and the described level of hygiene seems so extreme as to be unreliable. I don't know a single dog owner who would knowingly feed anyone slobbery food. So going with everyone sucks here. Now, what do you guys make of this one? Would you be bothered by that? Some people questioning OP in the way they're explaining it that, you know, you can't see the slobber on food or whatever. But let me know your thoughts in the comments below and let's move on to another. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Story. And our next story comes from It's All Relative, who says, am I the asshole for not allowing my mother-in-law to gift us a legal will writing session? Backstory. To put it lightly, my mother-in-law has said in the past that she thinks people take advantage of her slash user money. We have mostly smoothed over the relationship since then, but I would never allow her to do something extravagant for us because of what she said. This will writing session with a lawyer is the first big gift she's attempted to buy for us. 500 ish dollars and i have repeatedly told my husband no now i need to address that this conversation has only happened between husband and mother-in-law she has never directly asked me if i want this i recognize there's an issue there i thought we had nipped it in the bud back in january when we politely declined but apparently she tried to arrange for us to do it by zoom this morning while she plays with our son whose birth kicked off this whole thing I told my husband I still felt like we shouldn't accept this gift from her and that I'm now feeling weird about the fact that she keeps pushing the matter and that I didn't like that she went to him and he agreed to her after we already talked about it. My husband is really distraught over being caught in the middle. He's just told her she's still welcome to come over but we're not ready to do this and need to be allowed to do it by ourselves and she chewed him out and said we've had months. We just bought a house two months ago and she hasn't heard a reasonable excuse for why we haven't done it yet. Also, we have not asked the people we would want to keep our son if they would yet. Am I the arsehole? 
Also, if you were a parent, when did you have a will drawn? Edit. The reason I didn't jump on my own will writing after declining her offer in January is because we were buying a house and wanted to do it at the same time. We just closed in late February, which means yes, we've been dragging our feet for the past two months, but it's not like I've been actively thinking about it for a year and putting it off. I'm grateful to her for reminding us of it in the first place. I'm just having a hard time having my boundaries of her not being involved in this respected. Now, I've got to be honest in this one, I was kind of floating between two verdicts between you're the arsehole, not the arsehole in this one, or possibly everyone sucks here, maybe all three. One, because, you know, I think wills are incredibly important, especially if you've got a house and kids, etc. And to have someone to pay for it and, and sort it out is, you know, easy street. <laughs> but when you got to the edit as well, and you talked about your boundaries and and if you're being pressured into it, your own finances, and it's being talked about behind your back, I think that would annoy me at the same time. And yes, I do understand wills, like I just said, wills are incredibly important, but having someone talk about your finances and pressuring you to do a certain thing, especially when you tell people multiple times and they still keep trying to pressure you for certain things. And again, I know wills are important, but just it, finances in general, it must be annoying after a bit. OP said, you know, they've been dragging their feet for the past two months, but they do know it's important. And it's kind of one of those situations that we see in these stories, like if you don't like hold your boundary i mean she's already going behind your, behind your back to talk to the husband to make financial arrangements like this i mean where's the limit does she just always go behind your back to husband then i think there needs to be a point which i do understand but but again i also understand that wills are incredibly important <laughs> my orange crush says everyone sucks here you for not getting the will done and her for pushing what is a kind gesture to the point it's now annoying wills are so important especially when you have kids take the money get your will done make up for barney says whoa you have a child you bought a house and you don't have a will why not the latest you would ever have a will drawn is before your child is born your mother-in-law is amazing buying you this volunteering to babysit while you do it can you clearly explain why you don't want to financially protect your child i can't think what your reasoning is here I don't really know if you're the arsehole or if you're completely financially ignorant. I am. Or if something else is going on that's blocking you from acting in your child's best interests. OP replies saying, thanks for the genuine question. Firstly, I do want to protect my child above all else. I had a lot going on postpartum where this wasn't top of my mind, which I accept responsibility for. And the only thing holding us back from doing it is asking people we would want to get custody of my son if they're okay with it they will be. I knew we needed a will drawn up before, but once we started house hunting, it just made sense to roll them together. I don't come from a lot, so no one has really talked to me about this, nor has my immediately family owned anything to write into a will. And again, I kind of get OP's thinking here. I grew up in my family. We weren't rich by any means or, or particularly well off. I mean, my family got by. But finances like this were, were never explained to me when I was younger. And it's something that I learn pretty much every year and I'm still learning to this day. I guess ignorance isn't an excuse, but <laughs> it's certainly there, you know. Standard Jaguar 8793 says, Google free wills. Use one of these websites to write a free, or nearly so, will with the information from your state. Tell your mother-in-law thanks, but we have it covered. Edit, not the arsehole. Also edit, thanks so much for the awards. <laughs> Our Enrico says no one's an arsehole here, but you have a home and a child. There is zero reason to not get a will drafted protecting your child and their interests. 
Now let me know your thoughts on this story and let's move on to another one from Firm Classic 92903 who says, Am I the arsehole for telling my grandparents slash relatives that I didn't move out for college? I moved out as I got kicked out when I turned 18. Hey everyone, I'm 18 male. A few weeks ago it was my birthday. I turned 18. As soon as I turned 18, at 12 o'clock, while I was sleeping in my room, my dad knocked on my door, turned the lights on, pulled my blanket off and told me to get up and get out of my house. You are 18 now. I already knew I was going to be kicked out at 18 as my mum slash dad often mentioned to me in the house. When you're 18, you're out of the house. Or they'd say something, I can't wait till your mother and I get some alone slash quiet time when you leave this house at 18. They already had plans to kick me out before anyway, so I already knew it. But I wasn't worried as I have a good slash decent savings amount of 5,000 USD. I earn from freelancing on the side. And ever since I turned 18, I've been making a decent income as well off doing it full time right now. I can afford an apartment in my area and essentials and some nice stuff as well. So the day I got kicked out, I packed all my stuff in a suitcase. I left. I slept the night at my best friend's house. Woke up on the same day. I arranged an apartment for a landlord I know personally. Now I have my own apartment and I'm living by myself. Today I had a group FaceTime call where my grandparents, aunt, uncle, mum, dad, etc. were all in the FaceTime call. My grandpa asked, so, your name, your father told me that you moved out right to attend college. Which college are you attending? I told my grandpa. No, grandpa, I didn't move out to attend college. I moved out because I was kicked out. My grandpa's face immediately turned from a happy, smiling face to an angry, shocked face, and he basically went off on my mum and dad. Man said cuss words I've never heard of before. Lol, he scolded my parents for like two hours live on FaceTime with all of our relatives on the group FaceTime call. After the group FaceTime ended, my mum and dad gave me a call personally, and they were pissed. They said, never before had your grandpa insulted us. Today, he did because of you. Arsehole, cuss word, cuss word, and some more cuss words, and they finally end the call. So am I the arsehole for telling my grandparents that I got kicked out? Now, you're never going to be the arsehole in this situation to me because you simply told the truth of what happened. I mean, who does that to their kids? Like, they just literally turned 18 that minute, and you decide to kick them out of the house right there and then. That's some strange ass behavior. But Cry Original says, not the asshole. Who does this to their own child on their 18th birthday? They lied because they knew how their actions would look to others. If they were embarrassed, then they only have themselves to blame. I'm glad you told your grandparents the truth and I'm so sorry that your 18th was so rubbish. Hopefully you can celebrate your birthday as well as leaving your parents behind with your friends soon. That's if you haven't already. Zero Jinxy says, not the asshole, your parents sound horrible and abusive. I'm sorry you had to go through that. Pigs is equal says, let's see, you told the truth and your parents think the very natural consequences they had to endure is your fault. Sounds like you might be the only mature one in your family of three. Not the asshole and an extra blown kiss to your badass grandpa. And one more from Puzzle Headed Tap who says, not the asshole, your parents are awful abusive people and reaping what they sowed. It's a shame that your extended family didn't know this until now. And just a random question, isn't it in a lot of places illegal to kick someone out? Don't you have to give them like 30 days notice or something like that? I'm pretty sure there's a notice period in the UK. But what do you guys make of this one? Let me know your thoughts in the comments below.
And as always, a huge thank you for spending your time with me today. As always, your love, time and support always means the world to me, this channel and everything we do. It keeps me going every single day. So thank you so much. And I will see you in the next one. Take care, guys. Much love. Wake up, get up, stretch my legs, eat some breakfast, milk and eggs, brush my teeth up, wash my face, throw my clothes on, start my day. Wake up, I can smell the smoke from the bacon. Let's go, see the sun shining from the windows. Okay, I know that's a damn. 